0: Hello friends, welcome to episode 25, uh, season three, entitled Unleashing Your Badass Joy Enthusiast, How to Blitz Read the Bible. Get excited, it's a good episode. My co-host for several episodes this season is Missy Schoonover, and she joins me in talking about this. Um, We talk about what we've learned, how to do it, and the benefits from it. And we hope that you really get something out of this podcast and are encouraged to do your own blitz read of the Bible. But before we jump into that, I want to remind you about a couple things. First, Waterworks Ministries is on both Facebook and Instagram. And so I hope that you follow and like us there, see what we're up to. There is some different messaging depending on the the social media present, so we'll have different things on Instagram than we will on our Facebook page, and so it's best to follow both of them. You can also keep informed of what we're doing through subscribing to our monthly newsletter, and you can go to our website, www.waterworksministries.org, and there is a space right on the home page to sign up for that. Waterworks Ministries is a ministry of prayer, We facilitate relationship with God through spiritual direction, coaching, training, and retreats, and justice work around human trafficking. So, we hope that you want to participate with us. We do have a few slots available for spiritual direction beginning in April. So, if you are interested in that, shoot us an email. message through Facebook or Instagram, and we will see how we can work together to help you find your true self and be in relationship with God in the process. I hope you enjoy this episode, and thanks again for listening. All right. Well, I am Karen Weiss, your host for the Waterworks podcast. This is season three And I am here with my good friend, Missy Schoonover. Hey, hey. 2019. (laughs) Here we are. Yes. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about blitz reading the Bible. I know you're all very excited. If they are not excited, they should be. (laughs) Clearly. So... I'm sure all of you have heard of these, oh, read the Bible in 365 days. Yeah, no. Hmm. As you probably gathered from these podcasts that I've been doing, and when Missy was on in season two, we typically go with the go big or go home attitude of things. If it's not the whole hog, we want no hog. I would agree with that. Whole hog. Whole hog. Agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) And and we both we both love bacon, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Um and you can still eat that, right? I I can still eat bacon. <laughs> oh, there is joy in the world. There's always <laughs> joy. So as far as I'm aware, I think the shortest the shortest amount of time I've ever seen for a program of reading the Bible has been 90 days. Mm-hmm. And I only heard about this when I went to do my interim appointment, and they all told me that the previous pastor had done this Bible study in how to read the Bible, you know, or not how to read the Bible, but reading the Bible in 90 days. Mm -hmm. And that's the shortest that I've seen in terms of like curriculum. Now, 90 days is, is pretty extensive. I think there's maybe probably a half an hour of reading to forty five minutes, maybe a day, mm-hmm. um, that could that could
1: be considered an aggressive schedule for some people. Yeah,
0: most I people. I like that. It's aggressive. Aggressive. Um. But that's not what we're talking about.
1: No, we're 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 taking it to a whole new level. Well, actually, we're not taking it. We have already taken it. Yes, we in have. the past many times. So.
0: Yeah. So. Flashback ten years. I know. I can't a believe it a decade it's, ago. It's been a decade. Hmm. I have not posted the first profile picture of Facebook hmm. and the current. No, not doing that. But anyway, so I was in my second semester of seminary, and Missy was auditing it through me. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. And we had several people tell us to read the Bible really quickly.
1: Yeah. Uh, In different parts of life, and and we both were hearing it from people. Um, So it wasn't such a thing that Karen and I were together and someone would say, hey, have you ever thought of reading the Bible really fast? It was was coming at us from several different places in random ways, too. Yeah,
0: very random.
1: Very random. I was not open and receptive to the idea when it was being presented to me. I just fully confess that (laughs) I wanted no part of this.
0: Yeah. My thought was that seems like a hassle. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. It's a hassle. But you know, in all fairness,
1: we were saying no to something that we didn't even know what we were being presented with because we were both struggling at the time with the feeling that we needed to read the entire Bible, but it just seemed like such a mountain to climb that neither of us were very enthusiastic about doing it. So we would pick and choose what parts of the Bible we would really dig into. Mm-hmm. So we were, we were, if if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, I'm going to click off because I have no interest, please hang with us. <laughs> because we we were not, enthusiastic about the idea when it when it first was presented but we can share with you
0: why it's something to consider now Mm -hmm. that we've been through it a couple of times and the fact that you know season three however long season three ends up being is all about unleashing your badass joy enthusiast and we
1: are poster children for badass joy enthusiasts we are clearly we we we're design
0: we are actually designing t-shirts for this stay tuned stay tuned fundraiser so, it takes a while to unleash your badass joy enthusiast, as we are demonstrating with our timeline. It was it was 10 years ago that this was probably the first thing... Now, granted, I went back to seminary, so I was in my second semester of seminary and was taking hermeneutics, which is how to interpret scripture and church history the past 500 years. So... There wasn't a lot a whole lot of fun uh-huh. in my seminary no, coursework. You were and not I was reading a ton. Yeah, you were
1: not having a lot of fun and the reading the required reading for you at that time I, I I'm sure you would remember. I even likened it back to when I was in law school. The amount of reading that I had and it wasn't reading for fun. It was yeah. required. So when someone would say, "Oh, you should read this book or you should do this and it required reading," My deflector shields went up immediately during that time and said, no, I'm not doing any more reading. And because I was auditing seminary through, you know, through Karen, I was standing in solidarity with you (laughs) that we didn't need (laughs) any more reading in our life.
0: No, we were wrong. (laughs) Yes, we were. But it took me, I think it was at least a month after I was done that semester that I actually started the Blitz Read for the first time. Um and then I don't think I actually did the whole thing. I you think didn't. I just did the Old Testament. You you did. I remember. I stopped it. I, remember. I was like, "Nope, we're in Matthew and I'm done." Yeah. Yeah,
1: I can I can <laughs> completely confirm that memory is accurate because I had already started the blitz and uh I remember lamenting uh when I when I hit numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh the book of Numbers. I remember lamenting. Did I really need to blitz read that cuz I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) It's numbers. It's numbers. Um, If you've never read the book of Numbers, I encourage you to open it up and just take a peek so you understand why it's called Numbers. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I just kept thinking, okay, so there were the tribes. Yeah. Do I really need to know how many were in each section? Well, you know, it's in God's word for a reason. And I had already started my blitz. Uh, You had not started it yet. So you were listening to me kind of whine. Well, mm-hmm. not kind of. I was not a joy enthusiast then, uh, like I am now. I mean, you know, what a transformation. <laughs> but I do recall that I was continuing on, and you said, nope, <laughs> I'm done. I did the Old <laughs> Testament. So uh, that that is that is true.
0: Well, true. because at that point, like, my goal was to read the entire Bible in third or 45 days, I think, so when we're talking about blitz reading, that's what we're talking about. Yes. We're talking about doing it in 45 days. Mm-hmm. And what that equates to is about an hour and a half of Bible reading every day. Yeah. So you get through Genesis in two days. Mm-hmm. The second day you're into the first couple pages of Exodus, and then yeah. you get through most of Exodus. And then the fourth day you're already into Leviticus. And so you, you just, you move, hustle, you move, you hustle through, you move the, the Bible in that way. And I think I just gave up because by that point, like I was starting to get ready to go back to mm-hmm. school. And I was like, I cannot, I cannot sit here and read like this. Like it's overwhelming yeah. to me.
1: Well, and, and a lot of the days you were doing your hour, hour and a half at one clip.
0: You oh, were yes. sitting down and
1: doing it where I was breaking it up. Oh, yeah. Because uh, at that time, you know, I had a, a seven-year-old, six and seven, you know, six, seven. See, oh, he was seven. He was seven,
0: yeah. He was
1: seven at the time. Um, you know, so he was very active. I didn't sit down and do the hour, hour and a half. So I was breaking it up into into chunks where you were just, I'm doing it and I'm doing it all at once. So, yeah. so hopefully this gives you encouragement that there, we're not here to say like so many of these other programs, this is how you do it. You read these pages this day and these pages. There were some days that I would read more than an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. depending upon what was going on in life and where I was and where the Lord led me. There were other days that I didn't read as much. But you know what? I still finished it in 45
0: days. Mm -hmm. So it all works out somehow, some way. So we're going to talk now quickly about the logistics of how you do this, because that, you know... Mm -hmm breaking it up versus reading it all at one time, you're like, well, how do you know how long to do, like how much to read? Me being the um, numbers person, I took the number of pages in my Bible that I was reading. Now, key point here, your Bible needs to not have any footnotes or if if it does, very, very small footnotes. So this is, you are not going to be reading the New Oxford annotated version of the Bible. No. You're going to get one of those pocket Bibles that have some translation notes, like that could be he or spirit or, you know, like in Mm. or of, but any other kind of commentary or expository information, explanations,
1: none of that. None of it too much temptation. Yeah. And that and that really to back up a second, that's really one of the reasons that I believe so many people from so many different walks were encouraging us to blitz the Bible mm-hmm. because we both knew that we wanted we wanted the word and mm-hmm. we wanted to to go through it because there were so many parts of our family history being Christians mm-hmm. that I didn't know and I wanted that but I would go down rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. I would read a comment that would then reference other scriptures. So then I would go and have to read that scripture and then read the notes on that. I'm sure no one listening can relate <laughs> to how that can happen. And then I've spent my entire time and I've got- uh, Chasing. different. I mean, and that's all wonderful and good and beneficial to the journey, but it was keeping me from doing what I needed to do. So I, I even said this to someone just yesterday, always be mindful. That in this walk, you can have something that is 99% truth Mm -hmm. and the 1% spin that the enemy will do can can spiral you out of control. So the truth is having the word in you is important. It's critical. It will do nothing but help you help you in your growth. So that's the 99% Mm -hmm. truth. And the 1% that the enemy would spend on me is, well, but if you don't completely understand it, then you're not getting the benefit. So the blitz read was really hard for me Mm -hmm. to give up that, having those annotations. So yes, even if you have poor eyesight like I do, Mm -hmm. you can still read those little Bibles. (laughs) Yeah. You really can. Mm -hmm.
0: And I I still have my little Bible from then. It's actually drives around with me in the car. I still have mine too. Um, The the little dots are coming off like it's going to be all fabric it used to be leather it used to be hot pink leather now I leave confetti leather everywhere (laughs) I I go like it's a trail where has Karen been oh just follow the confetti mine was a different is a
1: different shade of pink because we got Mm -hmm. them at the same place so (laughs)
0: yeah so when if you're thinking about doing this take the number of pages in your bible you know the last page of revelation the first page of genesis subtract and then divide by however many days you're going to do. So, mm-hmm. di- you know, we suggest dividing by 45. We do. But um, that that is up to you. If you want to start with 90, fantastic. Um, but, yeah. so It needs to be fast. Be, that's, yeah, the, that's the fast. point
1: is you want to do a fast
0: read of the Bible. Because yeah, the thing about it is that if you read, you know, Genesis... And Leviticus in like two or three days and then you go well and Exodus is in there too Mm -hmm. but then within 10 days you're so much further in scripture you're into like second Samuel or Mm -hmm. or something like that where David is is king and he's finding scripture again like oh look here's the ark of the covenant that we thought we lost and like so there's there's a tying in At least for the way my brain works, much better um, to be like, oh, I just read this. So when, you know, David is quoting Exodus or, you know, Solomon's reading something or, you know, one of the following kings, like Hezekiah, finds, you know, something, it's like, oh, yeah, I just read that last week. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it keeps it fresh in your brain and connects things, I think, much better than. Than, you know reading Genesis like the first day of January and then not getting to second Samuel until like June like that's a lot of time that's a lot in of time mm-hmm.
1: and and you know that's interesting that you say that because for me I and I and I want to say I've done the blitz three or four times now I, can, I don't keep track but at least three or four times I've done the blitz of the Bible because it's good mm-hmm. it's good to do that and after you do it the first time, you'll want to do it again, but it won't be for a little while. But you know, for me, when I got into Psalms, that was when Mm. I really had my eyes opened. Because so often we can read the Psalms and you'll only read one and you'll really be able to make it fit whatever circumstance you are in. But when you've just blitzed through David's journey, we'll call it, (laughs) of obedience and disobedience and blessings and and dis- and, killing. and killing and I mean, just all of those things. And then you read his prayers huh. and you've just read within the last few days, the context that yeah. caused him to write those words. It just makes the words come alive. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it really encouraged me in my prayer life to be mm. more authentic mm. and not to think, okay, I'm going to pray now. I have to pray so neat and so tidy and so pretty. Mm. I mean, read some of David's prayers. Yeah. He was mad. Oh. And he was scared and he was remorseful and he was filled with joy all of it. And it's
0: accusatory. like accusatory. It, an accusatory <laughs> shake.
1: I pictured him shaking his fist, you know, in the air when he was times. in a
0: cave in the dark,
1: you know, thinking you said I was going to be king and yeah. you know this crazy king wants to kill me, you know. So it's it just puts it all together in a way that I'd never had it put together for me before. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually reading God's word, not commentaries or Mm -hmm. other people's impressions of the scripture. I'm actually reading the scripture without any of the notes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Very important.
0: And things will come up as you read it. Like within the first six or seven chapters of Genesis, there's some funky stuff going on. Um, like there are references to sons of God and towers of Babel and God all of a sudden decides to flood the earth and like all of this very strange stuff happens within the first seven chapters mm-hmm. of this of this book and it's fascinating to me <laughs> well Without having any of the notes or commentary, you just have to keep going where those would be places that I would get oh. stuck and be like, I need to know more about this because right. this is crazy talk.
1: Why did this happen? And why do people think this happened? And what yeah. was going on in the world at that time? So it really does force you. And it also forces you to confront your own impressions mm-hmm. of, of the word and how it makes you feel. And it's pretty raw in some spots. The Old it Testament is, is not for um (laughs) (laughs) i i I don't know what the right word is but you know the old testament a lot of people don't like to read the old testament because it's It's a lot of
0: it's a lot of bloodshed and and a lot
1: of uh, a lot of wrath being poured out but you know what through it all it shows us who god is and he is just and he is righteous and he is Mm -hmm. love and he if he says it, he means it Mm -hmm. and that's what i walked away from the old testament Mm -hmm. like yeah. Yeah, our dad means it when he says it <laughs> and um
0: and he showed yeah. it he showed us that. And it it's so interesting. Um So for those of you who aren't familiar with who Marcion is, M A R C I O N, um there is something called the Marcionite heresy. You can go and Google it. Um but Marcion was this dude who basically said that the Old Testament God Is different from the New Testament God, hence the Marcionite heresy, because God, you know, the Shema, God is one. Mm -hmm. We as Christians believe that God is one, although it manifests in different ways at different times through the Trinity. Um, But yeah, so that first reading that I did, by this point I had taken 2,000 years of church history. And so I knew I was introduced to Marcion and his heresy, along with some others. Um, And as I read through the Old Testament and then stopped, I was like, no, what the thing that I saw and that I still see that I'm surprised by is the overarching theme of God's love, Mm -hmm. God's relentless desire to be in relationship with people, which to me mm-hmm. is is just crazy. Like we are all hot messes, mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah, and, that's, and yet. <laughs> and the Old Testament is story about hot mess after hot mess after hot mess. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: By people who were much more in tuned hmm. I mean, think about the Israelites carrying the ark oh, yeah. and manna falling from ha- I mean, think about that.
0: They had stuff that happened. They,
1: I mean, they had absolute undeniable miracles happening right in front of them. And we still do today. We just have so many distractions that we miss them so often. Yeah. But it was just like you. I came out of the Old Testament saying, wow, look at what all of these different people, pillars of the faith, did. And he still loved them and mm-hmm. still blessed them, disciplined them like mm-hmm. any good father will. But yeah, that overarching love
0: mm-hmm.
1: has always been my my takeaway. And, yeah. and interesting when you, interestingly, when you do have conversations with people who talk about their dislike of the Old Testament, mm-hmm. which I'm sorry, I can't separate the Old and the New. The Bible is the Bible to me. And hopefully if you do the blitz, you'll come away with that as well.
0: It, you, caveat sorry interruption mm-hmm. i prefer the old testament well so do i you you're, you're going to have a preference oh, okay you're going to have a preference
1: but it's but it's not i mean i've i've interacted with individuals who have said they just don't read anything in the old testament oh, okay because that's not the god that they and i'm like it's god is god yeah. you know read it um but then when you push them you find out that 9 out of 10 have never read all the books of the Old Testament. Yeah. So to have that continuity mm-hmm. of story yeah. and to see his faithfulness
0: mm-hmm.
1: time after time after time after time until you blitz it, you just I don't think you can yeah. have that full comprehension of it.
0: Mm-mm. No, there's something about reading the Old Testament in 30 days that... It sticks it to you. It's intense. (laughs) It
1: is intense. It is intense. And you know, I'd always... Karen knows that Ezekiel is one of my favorite.
0: Ezekiel. Ezekiel
1: is one of my favorites. Um, So weird. So quirky. Um... Mm and i do hope who knows what it'll be like in heaven but boy if we can recognize people i sure hope that i can recognize ezekiel cuz i have some questions but i probably won't remember and that's okay too <laughs> but you know when we were reading it that first time and i and i was really getting into ezekiel and his story and his struggles and everything people would say you know eat the scroll mm. and and even non-christians will say you know, you have to use that, they'll use that expression, but when you actually read the word and you understand why he was hiding and Mm he ate the scroll, his desire was for God's word to be such a part of him, Mm -hmm. so now anytime I think or talk about scripture and especially doing a blitz, I mean, Karen knows this. I will say, it's time for me to eat the scroll again. I'm going to be Mm -hmm. like Ezekiel because there's something to be said, even doing the Blitz. And for someone like me, who I do go down those rabbit holes and I feel like I need to understand and find the answers why and put all the pieces together. And I've been told before to not be a brainiac uh, because I'll try to figure God out. And that's, I mean, that's laughable in and of itself. (laughs) But when you read the word... And even when you get to numbers okay mm. let's just be honest with the listeners
0: read it out loud
1: read it out loud because you will not get through numbers if you do not just read it out loud don't worry about pronunciations just read it and i had someone ask me before this was years ago well what's the point it's just a whole list of names those names are there for a reason yeah they're not filler pages <laughs> the writer didn't just need to write that book If it's there for a reason, I don't need to know the reason, but I want it in me. So when you read it, you're actually eating Mm -hmm. the scroll. And once it gets in you, the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. will bring that word back. And there were times after I had done the Blitz the first Mm -hmm. time Karen was with me, the one time when someone in a public meeting was challenging me. And all of a sudden, the word came to me. And I was able to share and love mm-hmm. the word. And afterwards, I said to Karen, "I I don't know what just happened, other than the Holy Spirit brought that. But because I had been faithful, mm-hmm. and had eaten the scroll, so to say, read the word, done the blitz read of the Bible, the Holy Spirit could then retrieve mm-hmm. that word from me. I had to do my part.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's you know that's another benefit to blitz reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I may or may not have mentioned this in uh, other podcasts. Missy knows it's very rare when I actually sit down and open the Bible. (laughs) True confessions, Um, but it's interesting because everyone who talks to me thinks I know the Bible really, really well. And now, I did preach at a little congregation for five years. Like I've I've done that kind of work, so I've been in the word but not necessarily for my own personal benefit and there's a difference in that. Yeah. But like the blitz reading, I'm in it for myself. And sometimes I don't, like last year for example, I felt very strongly that at the beginning of the year I was supposed to do a blitz read of the Bible. And not just any Bible, the Catholic Bible. The one that includes some interesting books including Judith, Tobit, first and second Maccabees, Baruch, who I just love the name, um, the wisdom of Solomon, and there's a there's, couple others. There's a couple others. I don't remember. Um, I have Sirach, that as well. Um, but anyway, so like I added pages mm-hmm. to this read, and I realized that Solomon's book of wisdom is one of my favorite books of the Bible that we don't happen to look at because it's in the Catholic Bible, and we are both Protestant. Yes.
1: But anyway. But I do
0: also have a copy of the Catholic Bible. You can for go that and Google that as well. Um, I kind of like the Maccabees. Oh, because, you like the Maccabees? I wasn't necessarily. Like there were some parts of that where I'm like, okay, that's you talking and not God. I would like to punch you in the face right which now. Which is why
1: I liked reading it because <laughs> it's such a contrast. And because oh, the Holy yeah. Spirit is able, I can see my own personal growth oh. when I read some of these things to say, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Ter- this is why this probably isn't. A- but anyways, we digress. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. But if you want to go bigger yeah. than what even we do when we go bigger, go home. That yeah. is another option.
0: Yes, and and the interesting thing about last year's blitz read was that the forty-five day mark started. Well, it ended on Ash Wednesday. So February 14th was Ash Wednesday. April 1st was Easter. It was a great year all around for the sacred holidays. And well, um, oh, you had some fasting going
1: on in there too. Yeah, yeah I think, <laughs> oh
0: yeah, I was fasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, I had just come off a fast mm-hmm. of a Wednesday and Friday fast, like complete, well, not complete fast, food fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was an exciting time. To say the least. Um, fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays for six months was not. It would not have been my choice. But that's a whole other episode <laughs> you'll get to listen to. But wait. <laughs> but wait, there's more. more. So, you know, I. I didn't I did not finish in 45 days. Mm-hmm. I think I finished in 48 days. Like I finished on that Friday or Saturday after mm-hmm. uh, Ash Wednesday. you um, were close. But. A, I was close, and B, it was amazing all the different things that that I saw that time blitz reading and getting the word in me again um, than I did, you know, the 10 years ago or in between. It, it really is quite fascinating to see what you notice. Um, well, he brings revelation to different pieces at different
1: times, yeah. and, and that's the thing that, that confirms to me that the word is alive because I can read the same chapter in the same book five different times throughout the year and five different things will will be revealed to me and that's through the that's through the working of the holy spirit so it's just there's no downsides Mm-mm. to doing a blitz read of the bible there there mm-hmm. really are not you know if if we're advocating that everyone consider this there's always the, well, what are the cons? You've given me all the pros, what are the cons? And I went through that, like, well, you know, the only con in your pro versus con are the things that you make up yourself. Like, oh, that's so much time. Really? How much time do we spend with our creator? You know, when you frame it in, I'm spending time getting the word in me so that he can work through me, Really? I'm going to yeah. whine about spending an hour to hour and a half a day? No, not going to do that. Take that one off the list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and you can always go back. I The first time I did it, and, and I do not recommend this, so this is why I'm sharing this. The first time I did a blitz, I kept a notebook where I would jot down passages. Karen's laughing because she remembers this. Of those areas that I wanted to go back And pull out my other Bibles and my commentaries and dig deeper. And you know, the funny part about it was at the end of that first time blitzing in the 45 days, I couldn't find that notebook. I don't know if Karen remembers that or not, but I knew that I had this notebook and and I don't lose things. I couldn't find it. I subconsciously or whatever had put it somewhere. I didn't find it for like a year. And you know, when I found it and I looked at the passages that I had had questions about, the Lord had already answered those questions mm-hmm. in other ways. So mm-hmm. I do caution against keeping the, stop, the side tally of, well, mm-hmm. I need to go back and check this out because the temptation for me was very real to, yeah. to go and, and, and start doing the, the side research. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's not necessary.
0: No. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary Because that's all. not the point.
1: Exactly. Like the point is
0: not to be a biblical scholar. Mm-mm. The point is to get the word in you in such a way that it becomes part of your being. Right. Yeah. Like, so Ezekiel's eating the scroll I love is that. the best description that that we've come up with. And it's scriptural. It is and scriptural. And it is scriptural,
1: you know? I mean, and, and so that means it's good stuff. And it was hard for me because, again, you know, seriously, brainiac was the, ter- was the term used by someone mm-hmm. that I needed to stop it. When I let go of my thinking that if I'm reading scripture, I have to be able to comprehend it uh, for it to be meaningful, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just need the word in me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I need the word to become a part of my DNA and I don't have to understand it. And that was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. But after I went through the blitz the first time, I was like, wow, that was, first of all, it was like jubilation because it was over. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I thought, oh my gosh, there were some times it was painful. There,
0: there was a, an internal party.
1: But then when I did it again and again, and like I said, I think I've done it four, maybe four times now. And I'll do it again in 19. I don't know when yet, but I do know that the Lord is mm. calling me to do it again. Um, there's there's just no downside to doing it because you're actually creating the environment for the Holy Spirit to pull that out mm. because you've already, you already have it in you. And And I'm not as faithful in my daily scripture reading as I should be. I do better than Karen. <laughs> I do have to say that, but it's not a contest. We're all gifted differently. But um, for someone who does spend time in the Word, um, on a, I would say, a a regular Mm -hmm. basis, it's not daily right now, which I confess, but it is a regular. um, Even I still miss those days sometimes Mm -hmm. of of Mm -hmm. just turning away the fluff, pulling out my little pink Bible, and just reading the Word to get it in me. It's, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a critical step in becoming a badass joy enthusiast. Really, I feel, I feel it is.
0: It is. Yeah. Cause really there's lots of, there's lots of different things that go into being a badass joy enthusiast and knowing scripture is one of those things. Now, obviously this is tongue in cheek. Um, it, yes. A wee bit. <laughs> a wee just bit. Just a wee bit. But at the same time, if you're going to be, if any one of us is going to be who God has created us to be, we need to know who God says that we are. Yes. From a historical standpoint and from an in Christ standpoint, which is a covenantal standpoint, mm-hmm. and from all of the other perspectives that are offered in scripture as well, in terms of who we are as people, how we are beloved how we've been created and so there's this whole story that we have that stretches people can argue about how long it stretches but i'm going to go with like 1500 to 1600 Mm -hmm. years it talks about this god yahweh that that loves us deeply and wants to be in relationship with us and is willing to go to pretty extreme lengths to be in relationship with us even when, mm-hmm. dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of even when we do this, even when this happens. Yeah, yeah God is, is faithful in that. I mean, and he sees no us.
1: He sees us at our absolute worst. Mm-hmm. He knows our absolute worst. He sees it. He still loves us mm-hmm. and he still offers the best of himself
0: mm-hmm.
1: to us even though we are horribly horribly unworthy yeah. of it and and it's and when you talk about that timeline I think sometimes we forget that we're on that timeline mm-hmm. and we don't know how much farther the timeline goes to when he yeah. decides that Okay, folks, time's up. (laughs) You know, it's time now for the new heaven and the new earth. But we're on that timeline. Yeah. And he is still active today. He is still wooing us today. He is still Mm -hmm. pursuing us. Miracles are still happening. But we have to be aware. And we have to do Mm -hmm. our part in the timeline. Just like the people from millennia ago Mm
0: -hmm. did their
1: part on the timeline. So sometimes we think, oh, it ended with the Bible. Really? No. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Nope
0: as the ucc church next to st paul's church has on their little banner mm. god is still speaking
1: he he is still speaking
0: which you know
1: tune out some of the noise mm-hmm. so you can hear him yeah
0: so let's recap yes this particular step in unleashing your badass joy enthusiast read the bible quickly like 45 days quickly mm no footnotes in your text take the number of pages between the end of revelation and the beginning of genesis divide by 45 you get your page count per day if you're like me and you like to have something to cross off you can actually write those page numbers down i did that last time it made me feel accomplished you did
1: (laughs) or you can be like me and it's a guide yeah (laughs) more of a guide it's a guideline
0: yeah well, there were some days that I read more, and there yeah. were some days that I read less. But I knew, like I could see It visually. keeps you on track. Yeah.
1: It does keep you on track. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's really a very simple concept with amazingly huge payoff.
0: Yeah. It's worth, it's worth the 60 hours of your time. More than worth. Or 75, <laughs> it's, however it's long more it, than, I just, Yeah, way, I wish way I had rough.
1: known to do it. It's been one decade since mm-hmm. I first did it. I wish I'd known to do it decades before, but it wasn't my time. So if you're yeah. hearing this and you're like, oh, feeling kind of bad about yourself, like, oh, I should have done that. Mm-hmm. Let it go. It's 2019, still January, yep. resolutions, you know, you can still, you can still.
0: You can be courageous. Be
1: courageous, <laughs> step out. You know, it doesn't matter where you start. It's, it's just starting, yeah, and just doing it.
0: Although I would like to say, just as a little teaser, maybe that Lent is forty-seven days long, so you could consider reading, doing a blitz read in Lent, um, and instead of taking something away, well, yeah. you you could take Facebook away and insert absolutely blitz reading, mm-hmm. or you know, fill in the blank for whatever technology you might be. Uh, overusing. Absolutely. And track your time. You'll be amazed
1: at how much time you
0: absolutely waste on things Mm -hmm. that are not feeding your soul. Yeah. So, so read, may God bless you in your endeavor as always. um, If you have enjoyed this episode, feel free to like, comment and share. We appreciate your, your feedback with us and have fun. Most yeah. importantly, have fun getting into God's word and feel free to laugh at some of the weird, weird stuff that you'll read in both the Old and the New Testament. Yeah. It's
1: it's okay to laugh. God's created stuff. the sense of humor in us, so it's okay to laugh. And remember, there's always room for more people in the badass joy enthusiast
0: oh, yes. community. So yep so feel free to like waterworks ministries either on facebook or instagram and or both and or and join our club yeah we're all about spreading love and good cheer and our enthusiasm in a world that seems to be more and more mired in junk I don't know. Yes. I was just, <laughs> just thinking saying, in not. In, in yuck. <laughs> in not,
1: yes. There's always room for more at the table.
0: Yeah. So grace and peace, everybody.